Jesus says, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Good morning, Christian America. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about divorce. It's not about what Eddie says about divorce. It's not about what Dr. Phil or Oprah may say about divorce. We're going to listen and talk about what Jesus says about divorce, about our families, about the importance of family, both man and woman in the household, one unit, one flesh, and how Jesus says we are to respect that, that holy union of marriage. It's such an important message. Let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company coming to you this Friday. As we get ready to go into the weekend, as we get ready to interact with those, hopefully, hopefully you get a chance to take a couple days off and interact with those that are most precious to you, those that those family members, those community members, those neighbors to your left and to your right, the people that you interact with uh, most frequently. That hopefully that you like to interact with, like you like to be around with, you like to uh, spend time with, talk with, do things with. If it's not too cold outside, go outside and 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 have fun and um, join in the community. Join in and build a network of your own. And hopefully that network is around something that's important. Hopefully that that network is built around something meaningful. Hopefully we would encourage that network to be built around scripture, to be built around Christ, to be built around the foundation, the fundamentals of what make this country great, what have always made this country great. The following and the adherence to the principles that Christ lays out, the foundation of our nation, the foundation of our society, the foundation of the way we think, the foundation of everything in our society should be and has been historically centered around the foundation that Jesus lays forth, the foundation that scripture has put out for us to follow, to seek, to learn, to guide us, to inspire us, to educate us, to motivate us in the right direction with the right goals in mind, that goal being Christ meeting Jesus, eternal life, delayed gratification, the the pain and the suffering, the obstacles and the challenges that we face today are necessary because they're going to build us into the person that God wants us to be, to do the works that God wants us to do in order that we may fellowship with him for eternity in heaven. That is the fundamental belief, the fundamental foundation of what this community is, is attempting to be about. Christian Americans who put Christ at the forefront of our lives and try to spread his message, a message of love, a message of compassion, a message of adherence to the law, a message of motivation that with God all things are possible. With your community, you can be better influenced, you can flourish, you can prosper, you can uh, achieve greatness. And with that community and with the love of Christ that you can be pulled up from any depths of despair. You can overcome any challenges, but you will face challenges. It's those challenges. It's those, it's that weight 
that makes us strong, that builds our muscle, that builds calluses on our psyche, that toughens our resolve. Scripture gives us a blueprint for that. The great thing about Scripture is that it gives us a blueprint for everything. And today, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about Matthew chapter 19. We're starting uh, from where we left off last week, where Christ is teaching his disciples. He's giving lessons on various aspects of life, and he's growing in his followers, and he's fed 5,000, he's fed 4,000, and he's starting to make waves amongst the leadership, the, the, the religious leadership of, at the, of the time. And now they're following him around. They're testing him. They're uh, putting, forth, forth, putting forth scenarios that they're trying to trap Jesus. And today, what we're going to talk about, starting in chapter 19, is the idea of marriage. The idea of what divorce is. And once again, these Pharisees try to play word games with Jesus. They try to trap him into uh, going against the law that they live by, that they have lived by. But Jesus is too smart for them because he's not worried about their games. He's worried about his message. He's worried about what he is here to do, his ministry. And so rather than necessarily address their complaints or their questions, Jesus talks about what Jesus wants to talk about. And this is a common theme in which people try to test Jesus. And he's not interested in all that. He's not interested in answering their questions. He's not interested in playing word games. He's interested in speaking his, his ministry, speaking the words of his father, doing the works that he came to do. And if you turn to your Bibles in chapter 19, we'll get started. It, it starts off, it says, when Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went into the region of Judea, to the other side of the Jordan. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Now, some Pharisees came to test him. They asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Why then, they asked, did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it is not it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another woman, commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If this is the situation between a husband and wife, it is better not to marry? Jesus replied, Not everyone can accept this word but only those whom it has been given. There are Enoch's 
who were born that way. There are Enochs who have been made Enochs by others, and then uh, there are those who choose to live like Enochs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The, the one who can accept this should accept this. Now, just a quick reference when he mentions Enochs, Enochs are people who can't be married. And we won't elaborate any further into that, but just know that they're either they were born and they can't be married or they were they were made into Enochs by others that that they would never be married or people that can get married, that were able to get married, but that chose that choose not to get married for the sake of the kingdom. So think of, you know, celibacy in the ancient uh, priests, celibacy in the uh, in in, in uh, religious monks and, and scholars that have uh, declared themselves uh, that they would be celibate and they would seek the kingdom always. So that is the, the that is the, that last reference when it, when it when it talks about Enoch's. Just think about people who aren't married or not going, going to be married. The focus of this podcast is a to do what we just did was to read verbatim from Scripture, so you can understand. The scenario, the entire scenario, unabated, unchanged, from what Scripture says, what Jesus says regarding something as important as marriage and divorce. And so now that we've read it, we're going to talk a bit about what it means, what it meant then, and and what it means today. What does it mean for you and I? What does it mean for the society in which we live in? What does it mean? For us that are trying to live our lives in the way that Christ would have us live, knowing that that way would lead to a more fulfilled state of purpose for everyone involved. Now, Jesus says from the beginning, when when approached with this question about divorce and marriage, the Pharisees go back to what Moses said or did not say. But Jesus goes back to the founding. He goes back to Genesis 2. Genesis 1, God makes everything and it mentions that he makes man and woman. But Genesis 2 kind of explains that further. And God says that man should not be alone. He creates woman out of the man's rib. And so, uh, and God says that a man uh, should leave his family to be with his wife and the two shall become one flesh. That is what we've known as, as marriage in the western world for as, you know for thousands of years. That message is one of the core messages. That is one of the core building blocks of our civilization, the core building blocks of our nation, the core building blocks of what has led to the lives that we lead today. God from the very beginning establishing that in order to be a successful uh, in this life, to be successful in this life, in your journey, to become a more full adult. If you're not seeking the kingdom of God and remaining celibate and, and dedicating all your life to him, then A man and a woman should be joined together. They should be joined together. And once they are, they become one flesh. They aren't aren't separate people at that point. When you are married to your spouse, there is no longer 
you and him or you and her. It's the both of you. You no longer have two mailboxes. You have one mailbox. You no longer live in two separate houses. You live in one house. We won't get into two separate bank accounts into one bank account because that's not the purpose of this podcast. But the two become one. Why? The easy answer is because God said so. But not only because God said so. We know today that all the predictors of children's success, children's grade point average, children's uh, mental fitness, children's physical health, children's potential for success, children's potential to uh, escape poverty or, uh, or, or to be in poverty. Every measurement, every aspect of the success of our children, of the success of the next generation, the biggest correlation that we have is that children that are raised with a mother and a father in a household in a nuclear family succeed off the charts compared to those who don't. This is science, social science that it is, nonetheless, science that is catching up once again with Scripture. It's catching up once again with what God has said, both in Genesis 1 and here in Matthew 19. Jesus is saying that this is the proper way to align yourself and your family with God's message. That the man and the woman become one flesh. And no matter what you go through, no matter what troubles you have, Seeking the right partner is important, and it shouldn't be entered into lightly. Seeking that right partner that can support you, and you in turn support them, and the two become one, and they work as one. In any aspect of anything in this life, if you are trying to achieve something, if you are trying to overcome something, if you are faced with a challenge, you could either do it with one person Or you could do it with two people. And you're always at at a greater advantage when you try two people. Especially when those two people work as one unit. And have one goal. And have one reference. And can achieve those things together. Can push in the same direction together. If you're moving a tractor tire, you could move, you could use one person to pick it up and struggle and roll it down the road. Or if you had a second person, you would lift it a little bit easier and you would roll it a little bit faster. You would get there a little bit sooner. You would be a little bit more successful. This is the two becoming one inside the household, raising children, Moving in the same direction. Living in alignment with God. What he calls us to do. How he calls us to live. And the results of that. The fruit of that. Is success. Meaning, purpose. uh, 
material success, whatever, whatever it is that you're, that you're after. Because you're aligned with him. Scripture has said that. You're aligned with him. Now data and social science has proven that. The world is trying to tell you, the world is trying to tell us that these things don't matter. That marriage is just a social construct. That you don't need to be married. That you can do it on your own. Women, you don't need a man. Men, you don't need a woman. You can be promiscuous. You can see other people. Marriage is not for life. Uh, if you're not happy, you can divorce. But what does that leave in its wake? What does that leave in its wake? What does it do to the children? What does it do to your sense of purpose? What does it do to your self-esteem if you can't hold on to something that God says you're supposed to, that you've been bonded with through Christ, through marriage, man, woman, and God. What God has joined, let no one separate. When you do that, you're out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, nothing good happens. Nothing good happens. Marriage is an important part of our lives. It's an important part of the history of humanity. And it will always be important into the future of our nation, of our society, of our families and our communities. It's important because it raises the next generation. And the marriage, the nuclear family, being bonded as one, teaches the children how they need to act. It shows the little girls how to be a woman and how a woman interacts with a man. It shows the little boy how to be a man and how to interact with a woman. And then it shows both of them the opposite of what a, it shows a little girl what a good man does, how he treats his wife, and what she should expect, and the respect that she should expect from her husband, her future husband. It shows a little boy how, what, how a grown woman should act, who accepts responsibilities, and who treats him as such. All of these things matter. It's not one instance or two instances. It's every day, 365 a year, 24-7 hours a day. The failure to recognize this has led to catastrophic ramifications in low-income, poor-income households on a, on a scale that I don't really think I have to discuss on this podcast. I don't want to discuss the economic impacts of that stuff, uh, of these failures. But just know, I think, think we all know, that when we're out of alignment, when we're not listening to God's word, when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, when we're not uh, adhering to his message, nothing good comes out of it. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up some Christian American tees, tanks, sweatshirts, and, and hoodies. Contribute to this podcast by writing, sharing, uh, DMing, uh, liking, and following us on all the social media platforms. We want to hear what you got to say. Uh, whether you agree or disagree, uh, we still want to hear what you have to say. Again, this is straight from Scripture, not from, not from Eddie's mouth, but from Scripture itself. 
Um, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, until we see each other next week, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.